You're listening to The Matters Podcast, hosted by Jumpstart. We're on a mission to help South African entrepreneurs take the next step, and we hope that this podcast will allow you to do just that. Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Matters Podcast. Uh, very excited today. I'm chatting to Caitlin uh, from FemI. Not Femi. Yeah, got it. <laughs> um, I, I had the privilege of, of working with, with Caitlin and I'm so excited for uh, her company and she's in a very, her company's in a very interesting um, phase at the moment and stage and um, I've got so many questions. So uh, get ready for a 90-minute uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to answer them. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's just, a um, bit of background, maybe just paint a picture of what FEMI is and, um, and you know, the current state or phase that it's in. Sure, so FEMI is a tech startup and it, I founded the company in May 2020 and basically we're on a mission to redefine safety for women across South Africa. Uh, our solution is a safety network um, that leverages community and end-to-end IoT technology to empower women to build safer public environments and to ultimately create a new narrative where they are no longer victims. So we're still busy with product development. Um, we've made some headway. Uh, we actually just launched our pilot project in Stellenbosch and that means we have built a minimum viable version of the network and we're testing it on our target market. And basically the study, we're gonna use it to gather data about our potential customer's experience of the solution. Like, did it work? How can we improve it? And then basically gather that data, go back to the drawing board, and also use that data to get funding so we can eventually launch the network. Amazing, I got so excited about the company. You know I'm very excited about the company. I, I didn't even ask about who Caitlin is. So maybe let's just, uh, maybe just tell the audience uh, who you are as well, and then we'll get into some, uh, some, some interesting questions. Sure, um, I'm Caitlin, obviously. <laughs> uh, before this, I was working abroad. I used to work on super yachts. I did that for five years. Um, I went straight over after school, skipped the whole uni thing. Never been one for um, school. Love to learn, but not formally. <laughs> um, and yeah, I did that. Traveled the Mediterranean, uh, the Middle East, the Maldives. And um, yeah, basically moved home now full time to drive this. Amazing. Uh, I, I'm particularly excited um, because of the, the stage that your company is in and especially because I think there are so many people and I hear this so many, I've got friends who they're always coming to me with these bright ideas of like I want to invent this, I want to invent that, like um, whether it's an app or a product or, or a service and then it just never get, it never happens and so to see someone like really driving towards uh, the realization of, of what you are working towards, it's so exciting. So maybe tell us um, when this idea was conceived and maybe maybe get a little bit into what your why is behind behind it without obviously revealing too much. Absolutely. Um, so basically the concept came to me in 2019. Um, it was during the nationwide protests uh, sparked by Uyunene's death. Um, I was working in the Mediterranean at that time and I basically started to just, just do more research. Like I was always aware of what gender-based violence was. Um, I think we all are, but it, only at that point did women start to really question like, okay, why, why am I not safe enough to walk out at night alone? Mm. Um, and we started to get angry about it. Mm. Um, and I was quite bothered that I wasn't able to be at home 
and contribute in any way to the conversation. Um, so I started to think about different ways to solve the problem. Um, and I thought of, it originally started as like a tracking device. Um, it's, it's matured somewhat into something much cooler. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, the goal behind FEMI is also to shift the narrative. So women, unfortunately, have been forced into the role of victim in South Africa. But the strongest women I know are South African women. So the purpose behind FEMI is also to help women make that shift yeah. and realize like we can protect ourselves yeah. and we can protect each other. We don't need anyone, essentially. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. I, I really want to know what was the thing that pushed you or enabled you to go from idea to action? Because I think, I, again, like I say, so many people have the idea, but there must be something that spurs you on every day to keep taking that next step, to keep building. Because I, I can imagine there are plenty of days where, where the task at hand you know, isn't particularly exciting, but you need to do them in order to realize this vision. So what is that thing? I suppose it's become my personal mission to, to bring about change in South Africa. And because I've invested myself so much, um, I, that's what keeps me going. Like I see a future where women and children are safe and where men and women cooperate together to make that a reality in South Africa. Yeah. Um, so it's the personal drive, definitely. Yeah. And also the, the minor results. So every step you take, like is a minor achievement and eventually when you look back you realize how far you've come yeah um and i think that's yeah yeah that also spurs you on yeah also i've bootstrapped this entire <laughs> thing so i've invested way too much money to back up now <laughs> amazing let maybe maybe talk a little bit about that what are some of the realities with a startup like this um where mega funding isn't available initially um talk to us about bootstrapping um, and a, an idea like this? So I'm going to give you a bit of a backstory. Um, so I had the idea of FEMI in 2019, but I didn't really prioritize time to pursue it. Yeah. I was much like the people you say, never really follow through on their ideas. Yeah. Um, it just seemed like a monumental task and I had a full-time job and I was traveling and I just didn't prioritize it. Mm. Uh, fast forward to 2020, yeah. pandemic hit. Yeah. I was working in the Middle East and my place of work got COVID. Oh. So this was right at the beginning of the pandemic. No one knew anything about coronavirus. So obviously everyone went into full panic and we were, everyone who tested positive was sent off into government quarantine. Yeah. They took our passports and basically put us in a room. Oh um, and basically between private quarantine and government quarantine, I spent about 60 days in isolation. So that's oh. a lot of time to think yeah. and work on projects. <laughs> So I finally had the time um, to like reassess what yeah. I wanted to do with my life yeah. um, and also start doing research. Yeah. The amount of research that went into this oh in the beginning gosh. was enormous, but I had a lot of time on my hands. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, once I researched, I reached out to my sister's partner, who's an engineer, um, just to find out more about the tech yeah. because I don't have any tech background. So that was obviously an immediate challenge. Yeah. Um, and we kind of researched together we had several meetings um, and then eventually he pulled out because he just had too much going on with his full-time job mm -hmm. um, uh, that was around may 2020 mm -hmm. and then october i managed to get a repatriation flight home 
Um, I had spent a lot of time building a business plan, a business model, mm. um, design concept, everything. Yeah. Uh, and then I started to, once I came home, I had 10 days quarantine and used that quarantine <laughs> to research product development agencies yeah. um, or companies. Uh, interviewed a lot of them, yeah. but then found Skeg. Uh, yeah. They are based in Wilmington. Yeah. Amazing, amazing team. Uh, the only product development company that I've found that equally invests time into the product and the entrepreneur. Oh, so they're wow. super passionate about seeing not only the product succeed, but the entrepreneur. Yeah. So they've been very supportive since day one and like extremely instrument instrumental yeah. in the final concept yeah. that we reached. Um, yeah. We actually partnered in June 2021, yeah. uh, so they are on board full time and Amazing. helping me drive this project. Amazing. But yeah, I was fortunate enough to work on the boats, so yeah. thanks to the conversion rate and yeah. when you work on the boats, there's not much living expenses. Yeah. Um, I saved a lot of money yeah. and I basically, instead of investing that or buying a car or a house, I mm. put everything into, wow. into this company. Wow. Yeah, so I was fortunate enough to have that. Wow. That to back me. Yeah, that's amazing. It's not every day someone, uh, you know, um, is willing to take that kind of that kind of risk. But it just shows how much you know your your heart is in this thing, which is amazing. Um, you were speaking about uh, Skeg now, and I think it shows the quality of a of a company or a partner when you know you plug them without them asking you to be to to plug them. Um, maybe talk to me, talk to us, sorry, about uh, finding the right kind of partners because I know you are a powerhouse. <laughs> as a founder and um, there's a lot you had to learn by yourself especially in the initial stages and I've I've seen lately how you've been bringing people on board and that's also very exciting but tell me uh, about the process of finding the right partners because you know I, I, I can imagine this is like your little baby you've invested so much into it like uh, talk to me about that process and and how and and how you treat it yeah so Skeg, I was fortunate enough that um, because we kind of developed the concept into what it is now, yeah. they were equally as invested. Um, and also there are women on that team mm. uh, and a lot of the men on the team also have daughters. So mm. everyone feels mutually about uh, gender-based violence. Right. Um, everyone really wants to make a difference yeah. and we believe that this can. Yeah. So... Um, Basically, they asked me if I wanted to partner my company because they, wow. they're adamant that they want to be a part of this journey yeah. and see it become a reality, yeah. which was amazing. Um, and I was just grateful because they really believe in the idea. And I yeah. think that's essentially at this point in a business uh, what counts. Mm. I mean, you can bring people with skills and things on board, but if they don't have the same drive and aren't willing to do everything and anything to make it happen, yeah. um, then you're, you're not really going to get there, yeah. I think, because yeah. then you're the only one pushing the giant rock up a hill. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as for the new team members, um, that's based on skill, but also commitment. They've yeah. been following the FEMI journey from the very beginning, yeah. and they've helped out a lot before they became team members. Gotcha. Um, so they also believe in the cause. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Maybe just give us an idea of the product development process uh, so that we can have an idea as to um, just what that looks like um, once we have this idea that we want to have realized. Sure. So um, in my case, I went to a product development company um, and 
The thing about a product development company is they want to help you create a successful product. Mm -hmm. So you have to be flexible um, yeah. in, in the design. Gotcha. Um, basically, they have the skills and the experience to know what is going to work and mm. what is not mm. um, engineering wise and also just product market fit business okay. experience yeah. um, so i went there with a design com concept i uh, gave them like a briefing yeah. and I expected it to go exactly how i wanted <laughs> it to go and yeah. that went out the window <laughs> um, but it's it's had re like we had really positive results because i was willing to adapt the idea right. um, based on on their research. So they did a lot of research in the beginning um, into the problem, different companies, competitors, etc. And then once they had that research, we had several, um, I want to call it brainstorming sessions, okay. where we worked together on solving the problem, yeah. um, just shooting ideas, spitballing, yeah. genuinely, yeah. like eating tuna sandwiches <laughs> and going for yeah. three hours, yeah. like fueled by coffee and yeah. Yeah, yeah, and drive to yeah. change South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that sounds fun to me. Is it as fun as it sounds? It was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was. Um, I honestly don't feel like I work. It's, I love yeah. what I do, yeah. so it's a privilege yeah. to be doing this. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And then maybe tell us about some of the realities of the timeline when it comes to product development. Um, I'm guessing if I get the idea today, you know, six months from now, I'm not going to have a product, or am I wrong? It depends on your access to funding. Right. So product development, especially technology-wise, is very expensive. Okay. Um, so if I mean, if you have access to funding, you could have your product in six months. Okay. Um, but oh. realistically, if you're bootstrapping, like in my case, mm -hmm. I actually started the product development in October 2020 mm -hmm. and went back to work um, twice. Mm. Uh, I did two more contracts on the boats, um, basically saved up a whole bunch of money and then just yeah. went to the next phase. Um, yeah. So basically, we initially started and it's the discovery phase. We decide what direction we're going to go, um, basically cement the, um, the concept. And then from there, you move into like proof of value, which is where we currently are. Okay. Um, and that means testing the product or a version of the product on your target market. Right. So we can say, is this going to work? Um, does the target market actually want your solution? Yeah. And are they willing to pay for it? Yeah. So by answering those three questions, we get a clearer picture of what exactly we're going to build when we do prototyping. Yeah. And then once we've done prototyping, we can, yeah. we can move forward into yeah. like mass producing and launching the product. Yeah. Um, in Femi's case, though, the tech is nothing novel. We're just mm -hmm. using it in a more proactive way. Okay. So, yeah, we're not um, not building some crazy new contraption. Yeah, we're yeah. just using things that already exist and leveraging community. Right. Um, yeah, we're just using a different approach, a yeah. more proactive approach. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's great. So I, I'd hate for a listener to walk away from this and be like, amazing. Caitlin has inspired me. This is going to be easy. Please tell us what some of the harsh realities are that you did not expect um, so that someone who does have this dream of creating something um, can like know that before they go into it and they're not surprised by it. Maybe they can learn something from, from what you've been through. When you're starting out, um, 
the only person that sees the end result is you. Mm. So a lot of people are going to ask questions and question you. Yeah. And if you don't have the, um, I want to say the will yeah. to continue, yeah. then you will very easily quit. Wow. Um, because it's very discouraging when everyone asks you like, mm, but why has it never worked before? Yeah. Um, and these are valid questions yeah. that need to be answered, but that's not for the faint hearted. Um, so you're very much going to be your own cheerleader in the beginning. Mm. And it's really important that you just remember your why. Yeah. Like, why are you doing this? And that keeps you going. Mm. There's also a lot of challenges along the way. Um, entrepreneurship and self-development is inextricably linked. Yeah. Um, you constantly have to be uncomfortable and improving yourself in different ways. Um, the most recent example is public speaking. <laughs> I'm now pitching investors, so I've had to get over my fear of public speaking, wow. um, actually enlist the help of a coach and yeah, just make it happen. Wow. So you really have to, in a way, just get out of your own way yeah. and keep pushing forward, but yeah. it's not for the faint hearted. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Well done on that. I think it, I think it takes a lot. I think there are a lot of people out there who are shrivel at the idea of, of public speaking, but you know, I think, um, these are some of the things you have to do in order to, to see your dream become a reality. And so I applaud you for that. Okay. <laughs> um, and then maybe also tell us more specifically in a South African landscape, what are some of the challenges that you think um, our, our, our audience and our listeners uh, may want to know about? Is there anything that like jumps to mind? Or do you think, it's, or do you think designing a product and, and, and going through this process is, is something that's kind of the same everywhere? I don't think so because it's it's very dependent on the market. Right. Um, so I think it's it's going to differ for the product that right. you're trying to build. Um, yeah. I mean, there's basic challenges like access to funding, yeah. um, finding the right partners, yeah. finding the right product developers, um, manufacturing, all of those things yeah. come into play. Yeah. But I think um, really the challenge is finding your market yeah. and understanding your market. And I yes. don't think enough people do that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people get excited by their idea and they love it so much. They want to just send it out into the world, yeah. but they, they don't take the time to check. Do people actually want this product? <laughs> exactly. Do they find value in it? Yeah. Um, do they see or share my um, excitement for it? Mm. Um, and then they launch the product, they spend all the money, launch mm. the product and the market isn't actually as receptive as they yeah. hoped. So doing research before is so, so important yeah. um, and understanding your market yeah. and then also testing yeah. like we're doing now. Yeah. Test and see what works, yeah. what doesn't. Um, you need to speak to your potential customer yeah. because they essentially are the ones who are gonna use the product. Um, For sure. So if you don't speak to them, you'll never know. Yeah. Um, and then it's very likely that you are going to miss the mark. Yeah, oh, that's so good. And then what are some of the rewards? Let's, let's, uh, let's talk about some of, the, some of the good stuff along the way. What are some of the big or small rewards that come in? And in your, let's say your um, personal experience, when do you start to see them? It depends on the person. Okay. Um, so some people like to celebrate every small yeah. uh, milestone. I personally don't. Um, I'm an avid believer in like, recognizing your achievements but mm. don't get ahead of yourself like okay. there's still work to be done um it's important to keep your focus ahead and to yeah. keep moving forward 
otherwise you lose momentum and you get a little bit stagnant mm -hmm. um, and with product product development and startups it's really important that you keep the momentum going yeah um, but it is rewarding I would say one of the highlights was actually the video that we did together the first video mm -hmm. um, I think that's when people really started to understand the why of FEMI. Um, everyone knew what I was trying to do, but they didn't really grasp the, um, the changing the narrative slogan. Yeah. And um, your video, or the one that we did together, actually captured the spirit of that. Yeah. And that was a really, really awesome moment because I had so many people reach out to me yeah. and, and say that it was really inspiring and it made them hopeful yeah. about the future. Yeah. Um, so I think that's it, is getting feedback from friends, but also strangers, yeah. that um, FEMA is inspiring some hope yeah. Yeah, for the future. Yeah. And then on a more, I guess, personal note, were you always entrepreneurial or is this something that's kind of been birthed inside of you once you now got this idea? Is it something that you became or was it something that you always were? Um, I think I always had a little bit of I don't know, the entrepreneurial spirit inside of yeah. me. Um, I've tried a few things in high school um, to bring in some extra cash, but um, I found that like having a job worked, worked better. <laughs> um, so I had two jobs through high school. Yeah. Uh, I started when I was 16 and then, yeah, I had two jobs in matric, yeah. um, went over to boats. And I mean, that is an incredible lifestyle, mm. like minimal expenses loads of traveling, mm. um, great pay, but um, not very fulfilling. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, once I found my why, it sort of just unfolded. So yeah. I think I always had it in me. Yeah. Um, I just didn't have anything kind of spark right. it. Yeah. Okay. Right until I, yeah. I found FEMI. Yeah. yeah. So, so did you purely see um, the, the work you did on the boats as a means to an end, like was it, was it like kind of nothing more? So if you didn't have this idea, do you think you would have gone on the boats the second time? I don't think so, mm. because when I started my career, um, so when you start, you do a safety course yeah. and that's valid for five years. Yeah. Um, when I did that course, I said in five years, yeah. I will move home and I'll have my own business. Yeah. I just didn't know what yet. Mm. Um, so... The plan worked out, yeah. um, but no, I think even if I didn't find FEMI, I would have found something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing. Um, and then what would you say to those who have ideas, but you know, um, they find taking the next step quite daunting? What do you say to those people? Stop overthinking. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people talk themselves out of stuff. Yeah. Stop overthinking and just take action. Mm. Um, I'm a big believer in not talking and just doing. Yeah. Um, a lot of people that sit around and speculate and, and have ideas and, and I mean that's good, yeah. but it can actually hold you back. Um, it's, it's a matter of just taking action mm. um, and then as you, as you go and as you get results, you'll see, okay, that's the next step, mm. okay. Once I've done that, I see that's the next step. Um, and then you just kind of follow the breadcrumbs yeah. as you go. Yeah. Incredible. So my only ever full-time job um, was something that I, I left in order to start my own thing. Uh, but in hindsight, I probably left a little bit too early and without um, having a proper exit strategy. For those people that have an idea, but they've got a good 
job that they maybe well let's say a good paying job that they maybe not passionate about what would you say to them in terms of timing in terms of like when do i step out of this and into this thing that i'm actually passionate about so again i think it's relevant to the the person's personal experience mm -hmm. or the business that they're trying to build uh, personally i jumped ship because um i needed to come home and drive this full time or yeah. else it's never going to snowball into yeah. what it could become. So I took a big risk yeah. moving home because I don't have any income. There's mm. savings and that's kind of put the pressure on now to raise funding so mm. that I can continue doing this. But if I'd stayed that side, then I wouldn't be here to, to drive the business. So yeah. it's kind of when you're at an ultimatum, yeah. um, then you either need to take the risk or the plunge and decide, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try um, yeah. and do it. Or you need to be having or generating enough revenue yeah. um, to like safely quit your job. Mm. But I didn't choose the safe option. <laughs> <laughs> well done. No, I, um, I, I really applaud that. Um, I think it takes uh, um, another level of courage and boldness and thank you yeah to, to, to do that and I, I really do applaud you uh, what are you excited about uh, going forward the next year the next five years of FMI um, what's the thing that you're waking up every morning right now excited about in terms of in terms of the company what I'm most excited about is launching the product yeah. um, and all the people that we are going to get to work with along the way. Mm. Um, there's a lot of people involved, as I mentioned, it's a community-based mm. um, approach. Yeah. So there's amazing people that we are going to work with um, to help make this a reality. Um, and yeah, just to, just to get FEMA out there yeah. um, and to get people using it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what I'm most excited about. Super exciting. I, I, I personally can't wait. Um, it's been such a pleasure, I guess, personally, um, or via our, our companies to, to work with you. And I've, I've hardly felt that excited about, about actually working with, with, with a client purely based on not only, not only what your, your company is going to offer South Africa and the world, let's say the world, <laughs> let's, yep. let's go big, One day. <laughs> um, but also just seeing your passion and seeing how you've overcome so many obstacles and the risks you've taken, it's really been very inspiring. So thank you. So thank you. Um, yeah, maybe tell our, our listeners and our and our viewers uh, where they can find you, um, where they can follow your journey, um, so that we can we can all uh, we can all see um, the, the the launch of of, of this product and um, and cheer you on. So you can find Femi on Instagram. It's at Femi Pty. and then um, we are Feminine Enhanced Modern Inventions on Facebook. And the website is femi.co.za. Okay, fantastic. Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure as always to listen to um, where FEMI is going and, and what's, what's happening. Um, yeah, we really appreciate you being on and um, I'm sure we'll chat to you in the future. Let's, let's, uh, I want to make a promise here. We're going to have Caitlin on again after the product launch yes. um, and to hear what happened um, during that time. And um, yeah, at that point then, yeah what the plan is for the future.
Thanks, Caitlin. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. And I love what you guys do here at Jumpstart. I think we really need more and more resources as entrepreneurs in South Africa. So you guys are doing something awesome. Oh, thank you so much. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Matters Podcast hosted by Jumpstart. Stay connected to us by following us on Instagram and on Facebook. Subscribe to our newsletter on our website at www.jumpstartsouthafrica.com to receive valuable resources, learn about local businesses and our upcoming masterclasses, as well as stay connected to a growing network of people crazy enough to believe that their ideas can change the world. We'll catch you next time.